Hey, I'm Alok, the host of Build the Change, a brand new podcast from MacBlue about the people at the center of progress. Join us on a journey across the country as we uncover stories about the everyday folks working together to build something bigger than themselves. Real change. You'll hear from students in Appalachia advocating for LGBTQ-friendly books in their communities, healthcare workers providing telehealth abortions across the country, immigrant farm workers fighting for their safety in the blazing sun, and candidates in states with razor-thin margins. Listen to Build the Change now wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Democracy-ish. I'm Torre. And I'm Danielle Moody-Mills. And it's finally time for Impeachment! Danielle, is it really going to happen this time? Well, I have been praying. I have been burning sage. I have been nice. rubbing a Buddha. I have been, you know, washing myself and waiting for Nancy Pelosi to do what she did yesterday. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe my eyes. We're at the moment, Torre. I wonder if impeachment would have... Because we've been moving on an impeachment train for quite a while now, right? Well, and they've been saying, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming... Did this Ukraine story force it? Like, would it have happened if this didn't happen? Or is this the fuckery that happened that was finally like, we were already loading the gun, and then right. you just and gave that, us the bullets, well, and now we're going. Do you remember when Nancy Pelosi said that Trump was going to be self-impeachable? Mm. <laughs> this is actually, I believe, what she means. And now I take back only half of the mean things that I've said about her. Only half. Because I do believe... I mean, look at the timeline of how we got to this Ukraine incident. He made that call the day after Mueller testified, Mm. as if he had learned absolutely not a goddamn thing. And so he makes this phone call because who going to check me, boo? (laughs) Not Nancy. (laughs) My God, can you believe that he thought that releasing this summary was a good thing? Because like, I don't, we don't know what reality he operates in. He's in an alternate universe with alternate he, facts like he, Kellyanne Conway he, told us. He's in an alternate universe. He is not politically astute. He's not good at reading the winds he's or reading a room. He's also just not astute. Right, he's <laughs> just dumb. But Correct. he's also alone, right? Like, there should be somebody else... Stephen Miller, Stephen Bannon, somebody else who he can say, fired hey, this all is of not, them. Well, it's not Stephen Miller yet, right? Not st- no, Stephen Miller is still but, there, but everybody else who tried to have that good ear, who tried to say, fired. maybe Trump, this is actually how politics work, and maybe we don't do this because, oh, I don't know, it's illegal. I mean, there is a communications team there, is there not? I No, I'm... 
interns, well, I thought, well, were no, running the, the press shop no, at the but White they, House. I mean, no. I know they don't no? do briefings anymore, but I Definitely thought that not. They, they, he should not be making a major decision like this by himself, right? If Obama was going to release something like this, you know, six to ten people mm-hmm. would have vetted it first just to make sure, like, are we doing the right thing? Are we doing the legal thing? Are we doing the right thing politically? He throws it out there thinking, this will make me look good. Clearly, I've done nothing. And everyone's like, dude, you just it's, shot yourself in the heart. Adam Schiff said that it was worse than he had anticipated <laughs> that the memo could possibly be. Right. And I'm like, did you read it? Because we know he doesn't read. He just watches Fox R- News. Right. So according to him, like, this was the greatest thing ever because he doesn't look at words oh my God. on paper, oh my right? God. That don't have his name at the front of it. So for him, this is fine. And the White House thinks that it's totally great. Look, we're, we're being honest. Honest that you just did a quid pro quo. Yeah, it's such a mobster conversation. Hey, need you to do me a favor. Look into my political uh, enemy over here and let's see what you find about him. Figure it out for me. Like, Got it. Sounds like wink, the Sopranos, right? It's like the Sopranos. Michael Cohen told us this right before he was put in his orange jumpsuit. <laughs> exactly. He said, Donald Trump, he doesn't say things explicitly, but right. everybody who works for him, and apparently the country of Ukraine does, everybody who works for him knows what he means in between the lines and in between the things that he's saying. Right. So when he says, I, we have resources for you, <laughs> but... Uh, Hunter Biden, what you got? With the Russia intrigue in, uh, probe, it seemed potentially politicized in that, oh, Dems are doing this for the election. That was a mm-hmm. case you can make on Fox. Sure. This does not seem like, oh, you're doing this to help yourselves in the election. This seems like we have a constitutional duty to check you because we cannot trust that you will put America first, that you will not urge and invite other foreign powers to come in and get into our election. What is up with that? But again, he told us this. All of these things he said, he was in the Oval Office with George Stephanopoulos of ABC when George Stephanopoulos asked him, if a foreign official or a foreign agent were to come to you with, I don't know, a dossier. And then Trump said, you know, like from where? From like Norway, because they are big into espionage there. (laughs) Huge, huge into undermining elections in Norway. And he said, well, I'd look at it. Maybe I'd report it. The FEC chairwoman had to tweet out the actual statute that says it's not a maybe. It mm. is you must report this. It is illegal for you to take information from a foreign entity. You know, I don't understand why he is so trusting of others and why he puts people from other countries ahead of Americans, ahead of our intelligence or some of our citizens. I mean, like, over and over he's saying, you know, it's like the kid who's like, the other family is more fun than our family. <laughs> like, But but he, this is your family, and you have to ride for your family first. Your country, you're the president. What has he said? He has said that Baltimore is filled with rats and rodents. Right. Uh, San Francisco has homeless pollution and he's going to he's going to find them. He's going to stop them from actually instituting emissions that will help climate change, but he's going to find them for the homelessness project. You understand that Donald Trump is not president of America. He's president of the red states mm, that, he, that he won. And I use that with air quotes because he didn't win a goddamn thing. But there's a level of trust that he shows toward leaders of hostile foreign powers yes. that he does not show for committed American elected officials. Or our allies. Right. 
And it becomes like, didn't you grow up in New York City? We don't. (laughs) From the New Yorker staff writer Vincent Cunningham, a keenly observed novel of a young black man searching for his place in the world amidst a moment of historic change. Great Expectations is about David's 18 months working for the senator's presidential campaign. Along the way, David meets a myriad of people who raise a set of questions, questions of history, art, race, religion, and fatherhood that force David to look at his own life anew and come to terms with his identity as a young black man and father in America. Inspired by the author's experiences working on Obama's 2008 presidential campaign, Cunningham uses a political campaign as his narrative backbone. Great Expectations will be one of the talked about novels of the year, Colin McCann. Great Expectations is available wherever books are sold. Hey, I'm Alok, the host of Build the Change a brand new podcast from MacBlue about the people at the center of progress. Join us on a journey across the country as we uncover stories about the everyday folks working together to build something bigger than themselves. Real change. You'll hear from students in Appalachia advocating for LGBTQ-friendly books in their communities, healthcare workers providing telehealth abortions across the country, immigrant farm workers fighting for their safety in the blazing sun, and candidates in states with razor-thin margins. Listen to Build the Change now, wherever you get your podcasts. Trust <laughs> easily in New York City, especially people we haven't known for five or ten years. I don't think we grew up in the same New York that Trump C- grew up in. Clearly not, but still, the vibe of like, I gotta protect myself, I gotta yeah. look out for me. Totally. I don't trust you unless mm-hmm. I know you really well. Like, he just zooms past that into, hey, you, I trust you, I trust you. I think like, that it is, I, and I, you know, I, I'm going to say this and everybody put earmuffs on. It's a big dick competition that he has with these foreign leaders. Like, he wants to be like Putin. You know what I'm saying? He wants to ride a horse with no shirt on. Do you know what I'm saying? That is the idea of manliness. Can you imagine that you, image? No, I don't. Oh, my Trump God. Trump oh. shirtless riding a horse. Oh, Oh, totally. Danielle Snap just threw that. up get in her mouth. Get it out of my head. Get it out. Get it out. <laughs> but no, that's the masculine energy that he wants to be able to project. So he sees Kim Jong Un with his big bad army. I want to have a par- I want to have a parade too, mm-hmm. right? Right. It's Duarte. This, right. It's he this, he it's, executes drug dealers. We should do the same thing. It's that idea. It's the big dick competition. He told us on stage at the debates, "My hands are bigger than yours." No, they're not. <laughs> No, they are not. No, you're right. It really is a sort of big dick competition. Correct. Let me see if I can be the biggest one around. And he Mm -hmm. respects them for being that way. Yes. This is part of why we need to have a woman be the next president, because we need to get out of that race entirely. That should not be part of presidential politics. I would have thought by now that he would have bombed some country just to prove that he has that VD energy. Well, wait, wait for it, because I have been saying for quite some time that we are moving towards a wag the dog situation. If everybody remembers the 1990s classic wag the dog, where you created a war in order to win an election because everybody knows that you don't change governments in the midst of war. And so we're itching that way with Iran. 
And we know that to be true, but this is all calculated. This doesn't have anything to do with them bonding the Saudis and, and killing oil supply. It has everything to do with what can, what maneuvers, what chess move can we play mm. so that Donald Trump doesn't get removed from office. Up until recently, I was like, up until this story, I was like, why would we bother to do impeachment when it's going to be divisive and the other side will not be listening? But mm -hmm. this marks a maneuver that is so far beyond the pale that to not act would be derelict, even though we know the Senate will reject it. Correct. We still have to do what we are called to do constitutionally in terms of the House and indict him because you can't, I mean, it would be like a cop seeing somebody murder somebody and saying, well, he's not going to get convicted because he's a white man, so, so let's just not even bother we're arresting not even, him. And that has, that has been... happens all the time. Oh, actually, the very good analogy. <laughs> not a good analogy. Not a good one, but yes, we get it. But this is exactly the path that Nancy Pelosi has been walking this entire time. Like, well, it doesn't really matter what's, what we do in the House because Mitch McConnell isn't going to do anything. And I said, Nancy, Nancy... <laughs> then why are you boasting about the 150 pieces of legislation that you're passing? Because that shit ain't going anywhere either. Right, it's right. going to the same graveyard that impeachment would go. Right. Except, the, except impeachment, people would actually understand the depths and the levels of what Donald Trump has done in his criminal behavior, whereas the pieces of legislation that they've passed, yeah, the average American ain't, ain't looking that. Where that. I'm at with this now is it doesn't matter if the other side is listening. And they will Correct. not be listening. They yeah. will be fed lies by Rush Limbaugh, Sean Hannity, Mark mm -hmm. Levin, and them, and they will walk away not understanding what's actually happening. Fine. But history is watching. Oh, yes. And history will judge the Republican Party, the elected officials, mm -hmm. especially Mitch McConnell, the leader of this group, Republican uh, voters who are supportive of this, who are happy to have their heads in the sand as the president is playing footsie with foreign nations um and history will say and you know and maybe mitch mcconnell will be in the grave and he won't care but his legacy will be trash but it, but that's the thing is that i i think that we are still within the framework that they care william barr when when he was asked about his lies general. the attorney general was asked about his lies to the american people ahead of the release of the Mueller report and he has to confess on that he said I've had a career for 34 years. What difference does it make? This is essentially what he said in an interview post him lying to the American people about what was in the Mueller report. And he said, I've already worked for 34 years and, you know, I'm old. So what difference does it make? That's their mentality. They don't care about legacy. You only care about legacy if you, have, if you come from a place of honor. And they I, don't. I, you know, I, I feel like they are throwing away their legacy for the moment, for power, glory, perhaps fame, and fear of what do I do if I want to cross Trump? Because it doesn't right. seem to be any ability to be like a never-Trumper on the Republican side, and the resistance just does not exist on the other side. So, you know, I mean, he just pulls everybody down with him and oh, yeah. they just accept it. I don't understand. Oh, they accept it and they wallow in it. Because the idea, you know, there's always been and, and, and my father is a man that grew up 
in the same time as Trump, where he's on the cover of magazines, and you're kind of, you know, idolizing this guy, this, you know, this rich playboy, mm. right? That's who Trump has always been, and there are white men of a certain age that still see him that way. So being in proximity to that kind of energy, that kind of I can do whatever the fuck I want mm. type of energy is what they have always wanted. Lindsey Graham is a troll. He's never had the supermodel on his arm. So right. Trump is still that cool guy. Do you know what I'm saying? The frat guy that you know is an asshole, mm. but you actually you want to be friends with because by proximity, you're cool and you have that power too. That's how they all are acting. It's sick. The American president cannot be trusted to put America first. No. Is that insane? It's the reality that we're living in. We can't trust him to get on the phone with a foreign leader. No. A relatively hostile foreign leader. Correct. He's not calling Britain or France like, yo, help me out right here. He's calling Ukraine. Yes. And saying, hey, help get me, I mean, like, urging. Mm -hmm. It's not like it came up and he's like, ooh, let me figure this. Like, he's, like, urging them to do this. Why do you think that Trump is unable or incapable of believing that he can win an election on his own. Does this signal this investigation that he wanted to happen into Hunter Biden, does it signal that he is scared of 2020, that he is scared of this election, and he knows that he can't do anything on his own? No, I don't get that message. Mm. And, I, and I, I see how you can make a case mm -hmm. for that, um, and some in media probably will. I think he just feels like you just do anything you can to win. Mm. You know, we're going to have a competition and I'll do what, you know, he's the bully in the movie who will punch you until that doesn't work. And then he'll throw dirt in your face. And then, you know, well, now you've blinded me. That is clearly not fair. But like I did whatever I had to do to win. Right. You know, I had my friend come out of nowhere with a chair and bash you over the head. And now you've lost. Like he'll do anything. Right. He there's no scruples. There's no morals. It doesn't matter. And it, and it definitely proven to him through 2016, just do anything to win. And it worked out. And like, I get to be the president and Hillary has to be off somewhere complaining about it. Like, too bad for her. I just don't understand. I don't understand where the rest of Republicans are. I guess that I guess the 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 idea that you put country first, the idea that there used to be an esteem into the office of the presidency. There was an esteem that you had there. But now it's just trash. You know, Gillibrand had joked in one of the last debates about saying that we were going to need to Clorox, disinfect the White House. <laughs> we need to disinfect the entire country. It's filthy. But right? The, you're right. The Republican Party, that which wraps itself in patriotism and the flag and the eagle so much, in this era of Trump has completely thrown out the notion of America first and is party first, power first. I mean, and it, it stretches back into the Obama years as well with the things that happened with uh, Neil Gorsuch. Sure. You know, it's just like whatever we have to do to have power, right? It's not really even power for a certain ideology. No. We want to make sure that, you know, this is legal or that is illegal, but we just want to have the power ourselves. And however we uh, use it is our choice. It is completely their choice, and they also keep moving the goalposts for everybody else, oh, right? Yeah. So Democrats continue to play by the rules. I say that, that we constantly will show up to a gunfight with a memo, a strongly worded <laughs> one at that. Maybe, maybe, the, maybe we're hoping the Republicans will get a paper cut, right? And that'll take them out. But 
we continue to operate with the Michelle Obama idea of they go low, we go high. And I'm like, no, when they go low, you bury them. That's what you do. Right. Right? Like sometimes you actually have to get dirty in politics in order to beat the other guy. Not in the way that Donald Trump is doing, and I'm not saying to do it illegally, but I'm saying you have to use similar tactics right? To smear people, to talk about Donald Trump constantly. Why haven't we from the beginning been calling him a criminal president? Saying mm. that he, he is, he didn't win the election, right? Mm. And saying that over and over again, beating that drum. That's what Republicans would have done. I, you know, I don't, I don't want to do what Republicans would do. I look down on them. Their behavior in recent years is deplorable. And I use that word on purpose. And I don't yeah. want to be the blue version of what they are. But you Fair. know, at base, they don't believe that government can solve our problems. They believe that government is the problem. They so believe they, the American people are the problem as well. So they feel comfortable doing things that are destructive to government. Mm -hmm. We are the mom when King Solomon says, I will cut this baby in half and give half to each of you moms. We are the mom who says, no, no, no. Like, the baby is more important than me. You take the baby rather than the baby be killed. And the baby being government. Like, we don't want to destroy government. And it's, sometimes it makes us look weak. But yeah. we understand and appreciate the power of government to solve big American problems. Because we've seen American government solve big problems. We've also seen them be the cause of a lot of sure. problems as well. But the idea that we would just privatize everything in the way that the Republicans do, the way that we would just make money off of agencies that right now you have migrant children that are sitting in these awful detention oh. centers that are paid for facilities, right? So they're taking money from the government. They're making money off of this. Betsy DeVos and her gang, oh, right? God. Like that's how, they're that's how they're making their money. What are we to make of this twice in about 50 years a republican president was brought up on impeachment charges for election fraud trying mm, to cheat mm, at mm -hmm, the election mm -hmm. what bill clinton was impeached for was completely different and i look at it as just sort of ridiculous yeah ridiculous republican malfeasance right because they were so clutching their pearls at the idea of an affair, but paying off a porn star, totally oh, that's, okay. That's totally fine. Totally fine. But, uh, you know, again, Republican. Hey, I'm Alok, the host of Build the Change, a brand new podcast from Mac Blue about the people at the center of progress. Join us on a journey across the country as we uncover stories about the everyday folks working together to build something bigger than themselves. Real change. You'll hear from students in Appalachia advocating for LGBTQ-friendly books in their communities, healthcare workers providing telehealth abortions across the country, immigrant farm workers fighting for their safety in the blazing sun, and candidates in states with razor-thin margins. Listen to Build the Change now wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Trying to get an edge in the election Mm -hmm. gets caught and now impeachment begins. Why are they repeatedly doing this on top of this is the party of voter ID, the party of ridiculous gerrymandering, the party of voter suppression. What's going on? What's going on with their idea that they have no integrity as it pertains to our electoral system and that they believe that it is up for sale and it should be restricted for those that don't look like them, don't pray like them, don't love like them. And so it, it, it is, is a force to be manipulated. That's how they look at our elections. We talk about the elections as being free and fair and open and the cornerstone of our democracy and the yeah. responsibility of the American citizenry. They don't look at it as that. They look at it as a game, mm. right? That they can manipulate the pieces and the players so that they can win. Because if Republicans actually followed the rules, that would mean that they would have to sell their ideas to a large swath of the people mm. who don't buy their ideas because they suck, <laughs> right? Like they suck for most people. They do. They do. It's clearly the party for the wealthy. There are fewer Republican voters in America than Democratic voters. Right. So they have to do something to depress the number of Democratic Mm -hmm. voters. And part of this this modern era of uh, the politics of personal destruction, as created largely by Newt Gingrich and Rush Limbaugh, Mm -hmm. is about making people say, oh, the whole thing is disgusting. So I'm going to opt out of it. I'm going to opt out of it, and that's going to more likely be Democrats who believe in government, losing faith in government, having that, rather than people who saw it as a game and were in it as wealthy people to win for themselves from the beginning. Right. And so their whole plan is evil and it works. It's been working. Evil plans tend to work. Evil plans tend to work. You know, where is Scooby-Doo when you need them, <laughs> right, to fix it at the end? I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you. Oh, you kids. meddling kids. Right? Like, where, where is Velma? Because right now I want her to rip off the mask from Donald Trump and show us that it's Steve Bannon no. and say, no, no, yeah. No, no, she would rip off the mask of the Ukrainian president and it would be Vladimir Putin. <gasps> oh, well done. Well done. Oh, my God. I mean, I feel like this moment will be lifting for Democrats. I because think it it's will like, be. Ooh, finally, some spine from the House Democrats. Mm-hmm. And, But it's not going to go anywhere in terms of the Senate actually listening and doing things. So then what are we left with? And does this make it harder for him to get reelected? You were talking about this yesterday, about suddenly he's going to have to fight on multiple fronts at once. And this is going to be good because it's going to be exhausting. You have to understand that Donald Trump has multiple lawsuits that are coming at him from the Southern District of New York. Mm. He has multiple investigations that are now heightened in the House because now we're in an official impeachment inquiry. You have 22 women that have accused him of sexual harassment and or sexual assault, and some of those 
those cases are pending. You have all of these things that are happening at one time on top of three Republicans that are running against him right now. Well, it doesn't. But no, no, no. But I think that I think that we should because it shows that there are holes. Right, it shows that there are holes. Whether or not I like any if we, of those candidates, if, if they, if, I think if, that they are real. Real. If any of those candidates were serious, like might seriously challenge, you don't challenge, think that Weld is serious? I think he is serious about running, but I don't think he has any serious chance to get no, above one percent. No, he doesn't 1%. have any He's serious. Gonna, ch- but what they should do? Like I thought they, that we might see like Mitt Romney run against him. Oh or God, somebody, Mitt Romney didn't want to run the first time. No, I mean like somebody who's like you know maybe. John Kasich or somebody saying, like, there is another side of the Republican Party. I want to bring that out. I want to show Republicans you don't have to go down this road. This insane anti-science, anti-fact, anti-truth, anti-media. There is another way to be a Republican. I thought somebody would stand up and say that. Nobody is saying that. Nobody is saying that. But I still think that if they were to actually band together, those three, as he calls them, the three stooges, if they were to actually band together in order to get... A, an actual debate, right? Let's put Donald Trump on his heels. Get the RNC to issue a debate. They have to have one, right? Like, shouldn't they have? Shouldn't they get their time in the sun? And shouldn't Donald Trump then have to go out there and defend his policies and say what he has done for the American people? And we get a little preview into that. What I'm saying is that all of these things that are happening are great because they are putting, they're painting Donald Trump in a corner, and we know what he does when he gets into a corner. He starts freaking the fuck out. He goes to executive time. Yeah. And he calls and his he friends. And he yells. And he eats. And, and he, he watches and he, Fox. and he yells again. And he eats more. Oh, my God. He doesn't read the intelligence briefing. He watches Fox. Yeah. I mean... He if, doesn't read anything. If The Onion came up with this, I would be like, no, stop it. This is too much. Yeah. This oh, is, this would, ne- this would this, never happen. This reality... I will literally never say that phrase again. Right, right. This will never happen. But no, I mean, like, I, I mean if, if Trump and all of it was fiction, it would be too ridiculous. Yeah. The Simpsons continue to do, like, episodes on him. Like... Because it is that ridiculous because they can't even conceive of the fuckery that we are living in right now. Oh, my God. The things that he says. He stood up at the G7 summit and talked about the size of the conference rooms that he has at his Doral Miami resort in order to pitch them to have the next session at his resort. He stood there like a used car salesman. That's America right now. Oh, God. I used to look at other countries and say, oh, my God, how do they have this horrible ruler who knows nothing? How do they put up with that? Those people must be dumb. Oh, my God. And, and yes, and, yes, they are. Yeah. They are. They are. <laughs> I love the uneducated. Thank you for listening to <laughs> Democracy-ish. I'm Torre. And I'm Danielle Moody Mills. We are outside for once, right? So nice. Advertising week. Fresh air. Right by Lincoln Center. New We're in York a City. Nice little truck. I loved it. It's cute. We should do this. We should just do a road show. Oh, my God. Travel Would you guys like a democracy-ish road show? We're you should only, tweet us. We're only going to blue states. <laughs> we don't trust the red states. <laughs> They're not America. <laughs> we're mad at you. <laughs> no, we're not America. They are not they America. They are America. No, it's not. We'll be back next week if there's still a country. Correct. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>